Are you, Are you ready? ready? Let's go! Don't you sometimes just want to talk about everything? You know, there's days when you can just talk, 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 about anything. Need to sit back and chat about nothing at all? Nothing but Julie. Coming at you with fun and creative topics and interviews. Did you hear Julie's podcast? She's got the greatest topic. I did. I love it. Come join the chat about everything, anything, and nothing. So unwind and tune in to Nothing But Julie. Great topics and cool interviews. With some pretty awesome people. And now, without further delay, here's Nothing But Julie. Well, hello, everybody. Thanks so much for joining me. I am Julie Schrager, your host of the podcast, Nothing But Julie. You know, during the pandemic, a lot of people uh, started doing many things that they had not done before or, you know, things that that they've done before that they didn't do too much of. And, And I don't think that too many people got tired of watching TV (laughs) or streaming. Now, I am not a very big TV person. Uh, I prefer, you know, trying to keep myself busy in other ways. But, but, you know, when there's nothing to do and you've done so much already, uh, you know, like around the house, it's, you know, you want to find something, you know, that you might be interested in watching. And the thing of it is, is that We've all had extra time on our hands. And I thought it would be interesting to discuss dun, da, da, my top 10 recommended Netflix series. Series, 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 series. Now, let me tell you, I really like a good movie. I really like a good series. But they have to peek at my interest and they have to keep my interest going in what might have been a really good (coughs) series could flop. I have watched a few series that I love from Netflix and Amazon Prime. Right now I'm focusing just on Netflix. And again, these are my, um, my choices. You might not like the same kind of genres, um, that I like, but these are kind of a nice mix. So we're going to start with number 10. There is, there is a series called You. Y-O-U. And it is a pretty good series. It is a psychological thriller. And it follows a New York bookstore manager by the name of Joe. And he's also a serial killer. And the very first season was really 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 good he i i'm not going to give anything away when i discuss these these series um but let me just tell you the reason why i like this one is because uh joe the bookstore manager was very good at being sneaky and finding ways of having relationships and being sneaky about having these obsessions with the people but he was a murderer and 
it was quite interesting. He's a, he's a very sick individual, but I, I really can't say much more about it because then I'm, uh, I'll give it away. But the plot is about a man who is a manager in a New York, New York um, bookstore and, and <clears throat> kind of falls obsessively in love with a woman and really challenges himself to find a way to <clears throat> start dating her. And he does start dating her, but what follows after becomes very twisted and sick. So if you like that kind of stuff, definitely watch it. I liked it. Um, I didn't really love the next season, but I, I did still like it. Okay, number nine, Bridgerton. Now, if you haven't heard of Bridgerton, you are definitely out of the loop, people. Uh, I really did not want to watch it, but I did only because of kind of like when the pandemic first started and everyone was talking about Tiger King, Tiger King, Tiger King. And I in no way wanted to see Tiger King. I did not want to see the abuse of the animals, but because there was so much talk about it, I became extremely interested and I watched it. So that's the same thing with Bridgerton. And Bridgerton is, it's like a, a period drama series. And it takes place during, uh, in London during Tun, which um, is Britain's, um, it's like a high society uh, during the late Regency era. And we f you follow um, the family, the Bridgertons, and uh, kind of like a, a love story between the main characters, Daphne and the Duke of Hastings. And it's mushy and, you know, sexual and interesting because, you know, it was all about a time in London where, you know, you actually had children and... And the girls that you had were just bred, and I hate to use that word, um, kind of like Titanic, where they had to learn proper etiquette and, and how to be like the perfect wife and the perfect woman, only to go to, you know, these, these um, parties during this time and find a husband. And the husbands equally had to find a woman that they felt was good enough for them. Kind of like a really weird, sick thing. But it turns into a nice little love story and a love triangle. And, um, and there's somebody who uh, writes a gossip column. Yes, this was, again, back in the Regency era. And... They, they, everyone's always trying to find out exactly who it is. It's the gossip columnist because she goes under a pen name. So it's, it, it was cute. All right. Number eight, Stranger Things. Where the hell has Stranger Things been? Now, I know there's a pandemic and I know everything's been delayed, but they've always been delayed. There's always been something going on. And I don't know why there's such a delay. I had read that they were going to be releasing the next season in early 2021. Then I read end of 2021. I think that by the time they come out with it, we're talking like over two years since 
the last episode. I don't know how interested I'm going to be in it, but let me explain what Stranger Things is. It's it's actually, you know, a really great series to watch. And it's not just for kids that absolutely love this series, but it takes place in a small town. And there's this young boy, his name is Will, and he goes missing. And his friends and his mom and the whole town kind of get thrust into this conspiracy that involves a mystery girl. Her name is Eleven. And there's something even more sinister that that hides in the woods. And the place is Hawkins, Indiana. It's very kind of sci-fi. And it's about a group of kids who Will is, is brought back and is found but he's he's changed forever and the the group of boys that are all friends are all in on this and they're like the only ones that kind of know what's going on and nobody else does and it becomes very interesting each season they the new characters are brought in including new sci-fi characters and it's really a a, a pretty cool um series to watch if you're really into that thing. So number seven, The Sinner. I really, really like this particular series. It's it's a crime drama. And like I said, it's I'm very eclectic. I'm going from, you know, like a love triangle, a psychological thriller to a period piece, you know, again, sci-fi and then crime drama. Um, do you remember uh, Bill Pullman? He was the character who played... Oh, he was in a lot of different movies, but the one you might remember him from is Independence Day with Will Smith, and he played the president. Um, And he was in many other movies, but that's probably one of his bigger roles. And he stars in The Sinner, and, and he is a police detective, and he investigates crimes, um, and he tries to figure out their motives. And the first one was with Jessica Biel, and it was really, really good. And you follow him. He's got a lot of quirks and a lot of weird things going on with him. But the way that he unfolds the, the um, crime is a little bit like Columbo. You know, he acts very nonchalant and, and a little bit um, uneducated to kind of get to where he needs to be. And... It's really cool because the way he unfolds it is like piece by piece by piece. And you watch how he finds something so small and what might be insignificant to others and goes on with that one particular thing. So he might find something on a piece of wallpaper and just see something that anyone would walk by. But he obsessively looks at these small little details. And from those little details, he manages to unfold you know, what happened uh, from, from this crime and who the potential, um, you know, person responsible is. So again, it's called The Sinner. All right, number six, an oldie but goodie that is no longer um, in production that ended, I don't know, about a year or two ago. Orange is the new black. Oh, God. I've got to tell you, when this first came out, I was obsessed. I think that I binge watched in just like two days. And 
let me tell you that the synopsis of this particular series it follows a, a woman her name is piper chapman and she originally was a, a public relations executive and she had a, a wonderful career and she had a fiance and she was in her mid-30s and she fell in love with another woman who was involved with certain things that were illegal and she wound up getting herself in trouble and getting arrested and sentenced to spend time in a, a minimum security woman's prison in the state of Connecticut. And it, it was basically, um, I won't give too much away, but she was basically a drug runner for like 10 years. So eventually she got caught and was placed in the minimum security prison. Um, apparently it's based off of a book with the same title and they call oranges the new black because those were the colors that they had to wear in jail. It was all orange. And she basically made her way through the system and adjusted to her life behind bars. Um, and eventually the woman that she fell in love with, um, wound up going to the same prison and it's all about, you know, the struggles of, of prison and how Piper, you know, finds strength that she never thought she had. Um, and actually starting a little business, uh, in the prison. It's all very interesting. And I think that there might've been maybe four, four, four different seasons. I'm not sure, but it was very, very good. I really enjoyed it a lot. There was like a, a lot of, um, thickening in the plot. All right. Number five, this is, uh, another oldie, but goodie. But if you haven't seen it and you guys like, Oh, let's see. Serial killers and forensics and crime mixed together, then this is for you. It is called Dexter. Again, oldie but goodie, and, and a man by the name of Dexter Morgan, um, he works in forensics in Miami. And the, he is what they call a blood splatter expert. But here's the thing. He has such angst for the, the killer of these murders that he doesn't just help solve the murder by being in forensics, but he actually commits them too. He actually is a serial killer, but he only murders the guilty. And he actually feels justified with these lifestyle choices. He doesn't feel like just because he's murdering them that it's a bad thing. He feels like he's getting rid of the waste of society, but it's how he murders them. It's very, it's very sick. And that's all I'm going to tell you because I could really go into this and I'm not going to, cause I will give a lot away. Um, but he does have a sister who's a police woman and she doesn't know about the things that he does. 
And he, the cop co-workers have absolutely no idea that he lives this double life. But um, he does have an adoptive father who does know about his secret. And he's the one that helped Dexter kind of hone his skills. It's, it's very unique. And you kind of are, are on the fence. Well, at least I was on the fence with, do I really feel like this guy's a, a murderer? I mean, is he killing people? Yeah. But, you know, he's, he, it's a unique brand of justice. And Dexter's very charming. And he, he has this psychological hunger, this need to find justice in killing them. But uh, it does take a turn at some point. And it gets even more twisted. But I highly recommend Dexter. I didn't think that I was going to be into it, but I couldn't take my eyes off the screen. So Dexter. All right. Number four. If you have not seen this series, I know you've heard of it. You need to watch it. It's that good. Breaking Bad. Now, I know you've heard of it. And here's the thing. I started watching Breaking Bad, uh, like, maybe two years after it started. I started watching it uh, in the very beginning, and I just didn't connect with it. I was like, oh, this is boring. But then it, it shot out of the ground and everyone started watching it and talking about it. And it was the last season where everyone was talking about it coming to an end and trying to figure out how Walter White is going to meet his fate. So I decided to binge watch all of the seasons and play catch up so I could watch Breaking Bad on TV with everyone else and go through what everyone else was going through. So a little breakdown. Um, Walter White is a very mild-mannered um, uh, high school chemistry teacher. And his life is, is pretty crummy. Uh, he's in debt. He winds up getting lung cancer. Um, he's got a wife with a baby on the way. And I think a 16-year-old son who has to... Uh, he's got... I forget what it is, but he, he's, um, he has to use, you know, uh, mechanisms to help him walk. And I, again, I'm not sure what, what was wrong with him, but he's still functional, uh, in a way where he can still go to school. And, you know, the, the salary of a teacher, you know, isn't that great. And he, he's trying to make ends meet and, there is this situation that he gets himself involved with. Oh, it's cerebral palsy. That's that's what I thought it was that his son has. Walter learns again that he has terminal cancer. And he knew that he couldn't even afford treatment and that it would just ruin his family financially. So he he makes this desperate bid to earn as much money as he can in the time he has left. And what does he do? He turns an old RV into a meth lab on wheels. 
but the thing of it is, is he becomes so incredibly successful and money starts coming in and then he becomes bad. He becomes very uh, cocky and arrogant and he gets involved with very, very dangerous drug lords and drug dealers. Um, and he has a partner, um, Jamie. Was it Jamie? I think it was Jamie. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm getting this wrong. But and he is just this innocent, you know, kid who wants to help Walter. And Walter just completely changes into this just completely bad, crazy person. Jesse, not Jamie. Jesse. It is such a good series to watch. And let me just tell you, the ending and the final ep the final um season amazing amazing just that good watch it okay number three we're in the top three now bloodline if you haven't heard of it check it out bloodline takes place in the keys and i've got to tell you i didn't think i was going to like it but let me tell you a little bit about it it's a thriller um, and it takes place in, like I said, the Keys in Florida and it's about a family um, and this thriller explores these demons that are beneath the surface of this very contemporary American family called the Rayburns and very hardworking family, mother and husband um and they own this bed and breakfast. But then everything that's so, you know, fun and perfect, you find out slowly that there's a lot of demons. And uh, the daughter wound up drowning. And they kind of take off of that. And they have a son who was into drugs. And he's really bad pill. Um and there's lots and lots and lots of past dark secrets that they hope remain buried. And by trying to keep these secrets buried, they wind up committing more crimes to just to keep everything a secret. Um, and they become paranoid and they start, you know, mistrusting one another and they build up more and more and more lies to keep these secrets buried and alliances are shattered and a, a, a major crime takes place. And this once tight-knit family, um, they start to deteriorate. And they were really good people and they wound up being forced to consider doing really bad things. Um, they wound up having to cut the series short because Netflix uh, decided to cancel them. But it it was really good in the end. All right, number two and number one. Number two, Queen's Gambit. I know that many of you have heard of this. It was in 2020. It became huge on Netflix. Um, it is, it's set during the Cold War era. And a girl by the name of Beth becomes orphaned. Her mother dies. And she learns how to play chess in a, a, a home for orphaned children. Um, and becomes this incredible chess prodigy. Watching 
the way that she progresses in becoming this champion, this huge, big, well-known champion and, and the things that she got caught up in, it's a journey and you become so enthralled in this journey of this woman, Beth, that you can't stop watching it. And, and she struggles with addiction to become, you know, the greatest chess player um, and how she manages to get through it. It's, it's just incredible and incredibly written um, uh, series. So I highly recommend you watch that one. And last but not least, number one, Ozark. I love this series. Now, let me tell you, it was really hard towards the end trying to figure out my top five. But I have to go with Ozark as being number one. It's with Jason Bateman, and he plays Marty Bride, <clears throat> who is a financial planner. And he is very successful, but he relocates his family from Chicago to a resort in the Ozarks. And he has a wife whose name is Wendy, and they have two kids. And Marty was helping out when it came to drug um, drug trafficking. But things just got so much more intense and much worse when he moved. Um, and this particular money laundering scheme back in Chicago, it just went completely bust. It went wrong. And lots of people got hurt. He wound up having to pay off a substantial debt to a, a Mexican drug lord in order to keep his family safe. And while his family, um, his, their fate was hanging in the balance, he came across some major circumstances that really fractured the family to, to reconnect. And I'm giving you a synopsis, but you have to watch it to, to break apart what happened. It, it goes from bad to worse to the unthinkable. The kids get involved. Other people wind up getting killed. He gets involved in the Ozarks with local people doing drugs and there's more killing. And, and it just, there's so many spins off of Ozark that it just keeps you going and reeling. And I absolutely love it. And there's one more season that they are breaking up into two. And I believe that it is going to be coming to us maybe at the end of April of 2021. So I am really looking forward to seeing it again. But that's it, guys. My top 10 Netflix series recommendations. I hope you enjoyed it. And I'm sure that many of you have, have either seen these series or um, have heard of them. But let me tell you, watch them if you have the time. They're really worth it. Anyway, hope you have a wonderful hump day, wonderful Wednesday, and uh, enjoy your weekend.